Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. What is good, everybody? This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. You are listening to MTMV Sports. My team, my voice, your team, their voice. They got you covered every day, every time that you need it. Keep it locked. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports, and welcome to the 2022 MTMV Live Draft, y'all. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be an amazing time. We have so many people in the building, y'all. Um, Dante's in the building. If you listen, if you read our articles, man, a lot of those are written lately um, by Mr. Dante Pryor. He's here in the building. We got VC, the playmaker, here in the building. Blue from the Blue Bloods is here in the building, and Derek from OTS is here as well, plus the MTMV family. You're going to see so many many of us kind of coming in and out today but it's going to be an awesome time here's what i hope i hope that you dive in have a good time and have some fun with us while we go through the 2022 nfl mock draft all right y'all so look we're gonna kick off and um jacksonville jaguars are on the clock with the first pick and is the pick in are we good the pick's in all right here we go hold up So with the, first, with the first pick uh, in the 2023 MTMV Sports Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau from the University of Oregon. Wow. Okay, talk about that. All right, so Kayvon was the number one edge rusher coming into this season. He never lost that title. If you need a snapshot of what he is as a defensive end, just YouTube the game versus UCLA and watch how he dominated. Uh, he is mature physically, speed to power like no one else in this draft. And you put him across from a Josh Allen, the added Arden Key. Now you have a, a three deep rotation of defensive ends because the the modern NFL game, you got to be able to throw the ball, but you also have to be able to get pressure without blitzing. So you can drop seven, you can drop eight, and Kayvon Thibodeau provides that for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, wow, okay, cool. That's 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 a great way to start off, man. All right, we appreciate you. We'll go with the second pick in the draft. So we have off the board first, Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay, nice, all right. Thank you, sir. Here we go. The second pick in the draft. Let's see. We got blue. Sir, the pick is in? The pick is in. All right, hold up. All right, go for it. Who is it? With the second overall pick in the 2022 MTMV NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select quarterback Malik Willis from from Liberty. Wow. Okay, okay. Talk to me about that. Listen, man, the number one need is always going to be quarterback. The other need's always defensive end, but the defensive end draft class is much deeper than the quarterback. When you look at the combine, the senior bowl, the pro day, everything is there. The game is shifting to more athletic, strong arm quarterbacks, and that is what Malik Willis is. Took Liberty to heights that you never thought you'd see under Hugh Freeze, and Liberty made some big plays, but I think he's a gamer playmaker, leader, and in the right system, man, Malik Willis is going to be the future of the Detroit Lions. Wow. Okay. Okay. 
look, you know what? Um, you're not the only person, right? That kind of had a thought like that. I kind of have that same thought, especially after um, what happened. But we'll talk about this a little bit later on, man. I, I like where you're going with this. All right, so Malik Willis is the second pick in the draft. All right, thank you, sir. With the third pick, the Houston Texans are on the clock. All right, sir. Is sir, the pick, the pick is in. The pick is in? Okay. Yes. Give me. With the third pick in the MTMV Sports NFL Draft, the Houston, Texas select Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Wow. Talk um, to me about that. So, Kyle Hamilton, number one, he is the top prospect in this draft class. Everybody is multiple on defense these days. One thing you need is you need versatility. Most offenses, you win three, you win four wide, and your base offensive package is really hard with the way uh, a lot of offenses play with some tempo at the next level. You need a guy who can stay on the field for all three downs. Kyle Hamilton provides that. Um, I, I'm, I'm reminded when Isaiah Simmons was asked in, in the pre-draft interviews before he was drafted by the Cardinals what position he played, he replied defense. That's Kyle Hamilton in a nutshell. He can he can patrol the deep half. He can come down and cover the slot. He can come down and cover the tight end. He can come down and cover the running back. He can also blitz. He wasn't asked to blitz a lot at Notre Dame, but he can. He has a nose for the ball. And when he sees it, finds it, he can catch it. He's not a thumper, but it's 2022. You don't really need a thumper, but he can tackle well. He can get guys to the ground. He can play laterally. He can drop deep. Anything you need him to do defensively, he can do. And he will be a great impact player for Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans. Very reminiscent of Mike Brown from the Chicago Bears when Lovey was the head coach in Chicago. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Okay. Kyle Hamilton is there at pick number three for the Houston Texans. That boy Westside is in the building. Westside, is the pick in? Oh, yes, the pick is in. All right, hold on one second. Go for it, sir. Number one um, off the board um, was Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he went to Jacksonville. Number two, Malik Willis. Number three, Kyle Hamilton, who was picked number four for the Jets. So the Jets are going to go with this young man out of Cincinnati, Sauce Gardner. All right, Sauce Gardner, he gives you he gives you something that you don't get out of a lot of quarters. He is someone that can play on his own island. Not only that, he not only that he has a great nose for the ball. Honestly, better than the guy that was picked beforehand. But we don't we don't want to we don't want to speak on that. But anyway, yeah, Sauce Gardner, he's able. He, uh, he's probably going to be your next. Uh, Darrell uh, Rivas, somebody, somebody that can get his own island, someone that can, someone, someone that can uh, not only just defend the pass but be aggressive with the receiver. Here we go with the fifth pick in the draft. The New York Giants are on the clock. Commission, I'm really excited because with the number four pick in the MTNV Sports live draft right now, the New York Giant. What is it? The 2022 pick, number five. Excuse me. Hold up, hold up. Well, here we go. You see how I got so excited with the number five pick in the MTMV Sports live draft. The New York Giants select offensive tackle Evan Neal, Alabama. 
Wow. Talk to us about it. Yeah, I've got to tell you, I'm really excited about this pick because, you know, in the offseason, we obviously made a commitment to sticking with Daniel, Daniel Jones. So we've got to let the young man thrive. Evan Neal is the guy to do it. Uh, you know, there have been a lot of high rises on the draft board, but what I really want to do is I want to stick with a proven commodity, a solid product. You're talking about a boy that is huge, 350 pounds. I can solidify that right, right tackle spot right off the bat. Has the flexibility to play left tackle or right tackle. So you've got to be excited about Evan Neal and what he can do and the, and the potential in terms of rebuilding that line for the New York Giants. I'm really excited about this one. Awesome. All right, y'all. So look, we have... Uh, first off, Kayvon Thibodeau, Malik Willis at number two for the Detroit Lions, Kyle Hamilton at um, at three for the Texans at four, Ahmad Gardner at five, Evan Neal, and at six, right? Um, we're about to find out. Okay, thank you, Playmaker. Blue is back on the board for us. Talk to us, Blue. Is the pick in? The pick is in. All right, here we go. Who you With got? The- with the sixth pick of the 2022 MTMV Live NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select offensive tackle from NC State, Akeem Owanku. Wow, talk to us about it. Man, listen, between him and Evan Neal, the top two offensive tackles in the class, uh, Akeem was one of the highest graded offensive tackles in the country for multiple years, can play multiple spots on the offensive line. And for the Panthers, they they seem like they're, I mean, yeah, they seem like they're committed to their guy, quarterback. You've got to protect them. They went out, freaked out a lot of weapons last year. Now it's time to limit those sacks. And then if you're looking ahead to the 2023 class, you've got to have a foundation if you decide to move on next year. So I think Akeem uh, really offers that for the team. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. I'm watching <clears throat> I'm watching something I didn't expect to see, but draft night is something that, that you know, there's some people still on the board here that I didn't expect to be here still, right? Um, so I want to see what happens after this. Thank you so much, Blue. All right, we're going to dive into the conversation in just a minute, but here we go. Playmakers back up. If we're looking at the seventh pick, Ikequanu just went six, right? Evan Neal went five. Amon Gardner, four. Right? Talk to me, bro. Here we go. Let's see where you're going with this. Is the pick in? The pick's not in yet because I'm still upset right now. Okay? Okay, what's up? I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to get snuck for Ekin. Okay? <laughs> okay? He was supposed to provide for my team. That's what his name means. One that will provide. <laughs> supposed to provide for my offensive line. So now I've got to think about this one. Okay. But, okay. But the pick is in. Okay. With the seventh pick in the MTMV live NFL draft, the New York Giants pivot and go with Trevon Walker. Let's go. Let's talk Whoa. about that. Okay. okay. Talk that. To we need that help on the D-line. Uh, it's, it's definitely been a need. Um, you know, we've talked about edge rushers. Uh, I still believe in, uh, you know, um, Ojolari. You know, we've got some talent on there, but we need somebody to pack, uh, you know, to to, uh, to to solidify the line. And I just think that Walker is going to do that. Great pedigree out of Georgia. Um, I, I think that this is going to be the right pick, uh, given that the Giants had to pivot. So we're really excited about this one. Welcome to the New York Giants. I like what we're doing. 
from an offensive standpoint, you know, the offensive line ranked 30th. Defensive line was was terrible. Uh, we've got to find a way to formulate that. Now, I would have done an off-the-wall pick um, and selected a linebacker here, but I think it's a little too early. Didn't have the time to basically go ahead and draft back, but I think that this is the best value at the board at this time. Wow, man. I, look, there's going to be so much to talk about um, after these next few picks. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. It's time for the Falcons to make their selection. All right. The pick is not in right now, man. Um, you know, I thought I thought my guy Trevon Walker was gonna be here and you know, kinda got kinda got snuck on that one. But the Falcons, you know, the pick is in now. I, I think we're gonna know where we're gonna go here. And, okay. and And the Falcons are going to shore up that secondary and get Derek Stingley, cornerback out of LSU. And when you look at this kid, man, you know, that freshman year at LSU, if that would have been his whole career at LSU, he probably would have been the number one player in this class. And we're betting that he is going to shore up this Falcons secondary in a division where you are going to need a corner with QBs such as Tom Brady and, and also even what Jameis Winston is doing. And we see what the what the Panthers will be doing. Derek Stingley is going to be a 15-year starter, potential Pro Bowl player. When that, when he's a return guy. And with the ball in his hands, man, he's taking it back for a pick six. So the Falcons are excited to have Stingley to shore up that back end. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Stingley's off the boy here. All right. Here we go. Okay, y'all, look at this. If we look at the board, if we go back over for one second, here we go. So far, we have Kayvon Thibodeau at one, right? At two, we have Malik Willis, Kyle Hamilton at three, at four, Sauce Gardner at five, Evan Neal, right? Iki Aquanu, Iki Aquanu um, at, at six, and then Trayvon Walker at seven, Derek Stingley at eight, all right? So, with that being said, here we go, y'all. With the ninth pick in the draft, the Seahawks, um, the pick is in. The Seahawks will draft um, edge rusher out of Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson. That's where I'm headed with this pick. I'll tell you exactly why. So the reason is because, to be honest with you, didn't think he would be here. And we have an impact player that's still on the board. You get great value here. Of course, if the if Malik Willis would have fell, it would have been a definite, definite, you know, somebody to think about, right? I also thought about for a second, possibly, I don't know, trading back. But Aiden Hutchinson, we need somebody. We need a we need an impact player. Right, we need an impact play, and I know people in Seattle are like, We don't need that, man. There's so many other needs. I know, I know, but golly, I didn't expect the board to fall like this. So, right now, right at nine, that's a great value pick for me. I'm going with Aiden Hutchinson. All right, after that's done, pick number 10, and then we're about to get all these guys back on screen and talk about what we're seeing. But pick number 10 is the Jets. We're gonna bring back up Connie West Side, the best side. Here we go. West side. Is the pick in? Man, we've been uh in the war room uh battling it out, man. Um 
a lot of good talent on the board. A lot of good talent on the board. All right, but there up. was just one guy that stuck out. Give me Go some warning it. next time you do that. <laughs> but this guy stuck out, man. Young, uh, this kid's from Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's he's one guy that uh, Plant High School just uh, was blessed to have when he was there. Um, and we're gonna go with out of North Dakota State wide receiver Christian Watson. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, we don't normally, um, I was going to keep it professional with you, right? I wasn't going to say nothing in retort to what you said, but if you were saying the pre-draft show, you would know how this goes already before you start getting into your spill. So don't play me like that on camera, my man. But look, hey, you got to give me someone before you go and pull out Christian Watson. <laughs> 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 but go for it, brother. Talk about why. Okay, so Christian Watkins gives you something that um, that that you know we have a lot of in this, a lot of, but not this. He's two hundred. He's he's two hundred eight pounds, six five. Ran a four three six at the combine. Not only that, gives he's a sure hand. He's one. Of the, he's a deep threat guy. Not only that, he's a possession guy. Plays hard. Plays hard. Knows football. Um, tough to cover. And and I'm 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 not I'm not gonna lie. Something that something that uh that Wilson really needs right now. He needs a he needs a sure-handed guy to to be successful this year. All right, okay, here we go, y'all. So I'm bringing up everybody now. We got to talk about what's going on here. Will T's in the building. I'm bringing up everybody here, y'all. Let's talk about this and let's let's kind of review. I'm gonna do a quick review before we. We kind of dive in, right? Um, so at pick number one, Kayvon Thibodeau for the Jacksonville Jaguars. At pick number two, Malik Willis going to the Detroit Lions. Kyle Hamilton going to the Texans. Amak Gardner going to the Jets. Um, Evan Neal um, at pick number five going to the Giants. Iki Aquanu going to the Panthers at six. And Trayvon Walker going to the Giants at seven. Derek Stingley at eight to the Falcons. Aiden Hutchinson. At nine, going to Seahawks, and then at ten, Christian Watson from North Dakota State going to the Jets. All right, fellas, um, man, your immediate reaction. Go I mean, let's, talk, let's talk about the surprise, right, Rick? Let's talk about Aiden Hutchinson. You know, great staring at me in the face at seven. It's going to be a difficult choice to pass him by. But I got to be honest with you, I get worried a little bit about the medical issue with his ankle. That's the only reason why. I think he's the number one prospect. Otherwise. Uh, for me, you know, I'm just trying to make a decision that's going to be good for for my team at this point in time. Uh, the best type of ability is availability. And if Aiden Hutchinson's ankle doesn't check out, which I'm pretty sure it will, right? But if it doesn't, uh, these are some of the issues that you want to avoid. That's kind of why I went with Trayvon. Okay, his, his you know, supreme athleticism at 4-5-1. I know he's got to develop some pass moves, but that was the ultimate reason why I went with him, uh, you know, and, and that type of uh, that raw ability and that raw athleticism over over Aiden Hutchinson, but if that ankle holds up, you just got to steal at number nine. So yeah, I want to. I feel like I do. Can I jump in and talk about Aiden? Yeah, go for it. I ain't throwing no shade on Aiden, and I want to talk about Javon as well. Here's the thing about Aiden, and I, I gotta I gotta disagree with the playmaker. 
I don't. I, I think that Kyle Hamilton is was the best prospect in this draft. The, I have two questions about Aiden Hutchinson. One, when he came on as a junior, he was booking with Quiddy Pay. He was obviously the better defensive end. And then his last season, he breaks Michigan's uh, sack record. He's booking with David Ojabo. Rarely did Hutchinson have to consistently face double and sometimes triple teams every game because mm. you couldn't. You couldn't because if you did, you ran into a job off. I like Free Hutchinson. Brother. I think I think Hutchinson is a high floor guy, but I think what you saw from Hutchinson this season, I don't know how much better he's going to get. Now, mm. Kayvon's floor might not be as high. But the ceiling's exponentially higher. He's the better athlete. Um, I think he's got a better pass rush repertoire now. Uh, he, but I, now that said, I don't think either one of them is like a Chase Young or a Bosa brother. I don't think they're there. And I think Hudson's mm-hmm. gonna start for a decade. He's gonna be really good, but I don't think he's the star. I like Trevon Walker, and I think if you didn't watch, if you don't know how Georgia plays defense, they're not a pressure defense. So he's a disruptor, and which means he can get in the backfield. Now you just got to teach him how to eat. It's like you know how you know how to get the raccoon. Now you got to learn how to get him. <laughs> and once he learns how to get the raccoon, I'm telling you, man, Trevon Walker may be from a tools pure pure tools. He may be the best DN in this draft. But Kirby never told him, "Hey, go eat that quarterback." That wasn't what he did. That was because that's not how they play. But I think in the NFL, he's going to be one. He's going to do on defense what Justin Herbert did on offense last season. He's going to be a better pro than he was a college player, I think. So I appreciate, I appreciate you giving me the kudos because that's who I picked, right? Ultimately, yeah. the end of the day. That was good. However, the stats will always speak for themselves. Now, you make a great point in terms of his support on the other side. But again, I've got to take a look at one, the pedigree of the program. i got to take a look at the numbers, and you've got to make a decision. The only reason why Hutchinson is not the pick at that point in time, because he's he deserves our attention at the top spot, given his his productivity. But at the end of the day, like I said, if he's not available, that's the problem for me. That's why I went with the the, the higher potential guy. Mm-hmm. I love Walker. I love his potential. You know, if he can basically shore up some of the technique and his tools, I think he absolutely becomes the number one uh, prospect in the de- deservedly. Absolutely. You start looking at the mock drafts, he's rising up the draft boards. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that there's the value there. But Aiden Hutchinson falling at nine in this draft, we're going to see next week is just not possible. It's not feasible. It's not going to happen. Well, can, can, I, can I interject? Yeah. Well, you can't because of who you picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Westside. I'm playing. <laughs> no, I was just saying, man. I was just saying, Aiden Hutchinson, um, I, you know, I like the guy because he's marketable. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, yes, he could, yeah, you know, football is, is, is important, but. Hey, Baker Mayfield is marketable too. Yeah. He got picked high. He got picked. No, really no, no, high. no. Now, Where he at now? Now, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He got the number one overall pick. He, 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 had, now? he got picked number one. Over, it does not matter, Rick. He got picked number one overall. He it's had a, a whole bunch of commercials made on him. It was a bad choice. I mean, bro, it, it, it might a be a choice. bad choice, but he had got he got a ton of money to the to the organization. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you have 
of you got a good choice in in getting Aiden Hutchinson. Get your little market deals, you know what I'm saying? Make a little bit of money and change. Hopefully he develops. That's what you're that's what you're picking him for. To hope that he develops into a, <laughs> a, a great, great NFL player. Now keep in mind, when he went when he was like the final the Heisman finalist, I think he was, you know, put there too way too early and not even too early. He wasn't supposed to be there. I think somebody else was supposed to be there. But you know, I digress on that one. Anyway, um all right, yeah, good man. No, 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 no. You're you're good, Westside. If if um we got we got one more to get in. Um, can, can we can we, uh, can we just make a clarification? So Westside, where were you going to pick Aiden because of his marketability? Oh, definitely number one. Okay, number one. That's overall. the only that- reason. Let's be honest. That's the only reason why people are looking. And keep in mind, he it, number one is the safest pick for him. Because if he if he drops, no one else wants him. Wes, were you playing? Listen, were, no, no, listen, um, listen. Were I want you, you to think. Him I want you to think. Detroit. No, no, I'm asking. Huh? Were you planning to get him at two for Detroit? No, I'm planning to get uh, Tavon Thibodeau. <laughs> so I mean, like, you mean right now? I, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it, my brother. I, All right. I mean. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it. Oh, no. blue. Well, like, I- like looking at Hutchison, though, man, you know, for me, uh, I'll probably if I'm a top five team in the draft, I'm not taking them. Marketability is not right. enough for me. Like right. the goal is not The goal isn't to, you know, ultimately get endorsement deals for the player is to win mm-hmm. games. And if I'm looking at him, the one game that he that he was supposed to go make money in in the college football playoff, the best O line. They manhandled him. Like I'm talking about, there's more clips of them putting him in the turf than there is of him doing anything. I mean, he didn't even stand a chance against the best of line he faced. And so for me, they put him in timeout. I mean, exactly. So I can't take that guy top five. Like, and if I'm a team looking at me as a GM, I'm not taking him top 10. I don't think he's that good personally. Like to have him number one in the class, like I don't, I don't see anything that set about his game against good talent that says no that says number one pick number one player in the draft man i just i don't i don't see that it factor with aiden hutchison if, if i can jump in real quick the one thing that tripped me out all right last last one y'all but between Kayvon and aiden was Kayvon was the top edge coming into this season and it was fairly consistent now he had the bicep and then all of a sudden people started saying what well, is aiden hutchinson but no one really explain why like no one really said this is why Hutchinson's better than Kayvon Thibodeau and when you look at the tools Kayvon's got more tools and I'm with my man brother Blue Blood if I'm if I'm picking in the top five I want a guy who I think number one can come in and play right away and be high impact but also has a ceiling who's gonna grow and I think Aiden he's got a good motor he plays hard cliche 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 but at the end of the day, I don't know how much better he's going to be as a pro in contrast to Kayvon. And I will say I was shocked at Malik Willis. Don't nobody want to talk about him going number two. He was the best quarterback in this draft, and it's not even close. But I cover the ACC for SaturdayBlitz.com. It's not close. I was like, two, but then I thought about it. They can let him cook for a year or two because you got golf. Such as it is, they ain't going nowhere in two years. 
And I and I like Dan Campbell as a coach. Detroit's never really developed a young quarterback. They may be able to do it with Malik Willis because he's got he's got tools. And everyone who's said anything about him, he's gonna go to work. Wait, and that's something that's time. That's time. That's time. That's time. We're at pick number eleven right now. Yeah, the pick is in, man. I'm going to be in and out, man, but I got my pick. I'm ready to go. Give me one second. Here we go. All right. With the 11th pick in the 2022 mock draft, the Washington Commanders select Desmond Ritter, quarterback from Louisville. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk to me about it. All right. Well, Ritter, you know, he was really under the radar for much of his time at the University of Cincinnati. Again, solid program under head coach Luke Fickle. And he was one of those quarterbacks. Again, we paid attention during this past year to the likes of Bryce Young and all the quarterbacks in the SEC. But Desmond, again, playing at, at a, comp, at a uh, in a conference, excuse me, known primarily for basketball. But Cincinnati, not known to be a football powerhouse. They did earn the right to be in the BCS playoff. We know how that situation turned out, but they earned the right to be in one of those uh, BCS playoff games. But nevertheless, Desmond Ritter, he showed up and he showed out and he was really under the radar for much of the year. So I think he's a hidden gem. So that's why I'm going to roll with Desmond. Again, he's small, 6'3", only 2'11", but nevertheless, I'm going I'm to rock with Desmond on this one. Wow. Okay. Thank you, man. We appreciate you. No problem, bro. All right, y'all. Ritter, Ritter, wow. Okay, okay. We're gonna bring up um, the one and the only Nora Natish. Nora, hello, hello. Doing? Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good. All right, awesome. Is the pick in? Yes. With the 12th pick of the what of the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings select Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Wow. Okay. Okay. Talk to me about the pick. This year, the Vi- uh, I think the Vikings should go with rebuilding their defense. At this time, they have been struggling in that area with um, Jordan Davis. He is a great, solid pick. He's somebody that can um that can um read really well in the deep and defensive side and he is going to be a stellar um defensive tackle from leading from Georgia. He did he played very well there and he has a lot of improvement and he's also very quick on his feet. So he is what the Vikings need for their first pick. Listen, I um often in my drafts I slot Jordan Davis to Minnesota they used to have a dominant defensive line and when they've been their best they had a great defensive line I thought about the same thing V so I love where you're going with that pick thank you all right awesome so so far here we go so far listen this is the this has been the draft so far y'all we have um Kayvon Thibodeau Malik Willis Cal Hamilton Right, you see the picks here: Derek Stingley, Desmond Ritter. Surprisingly, off the board at eleven. When I talked to Doug Williams, he talked about getting a quarterback. Right, and I thought, you know, getting Carson Wentz was enough. Uh, apparently, we didn't think that. I w- we didn't think the same way. Right, <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz may not be enough, and Desmond Ritter goes with the eleventh pick, and then at twelve, 
Jordan Davis. It's time to bring back up Principal Dante. All right, sir, is the pick in? The pick is in, my brother. All right. With the 13th pick in the MTMV NFL draft, I'm going to throw the first true curveball in this draft. The Houston Texans select linebacker Chad Muma out of Wyoming. Wow. Okay. Talk to me about it. So, 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 so I listen. I did. This was, this was my homework, extra credit final exam pick. This is why I like Chad. Number one, Lovey Smith is the head coach. They're going to run a lot of cover two. You're going to run cover two. You need a linebacker who can drop deep and knows how to do it. You put on some tape, some Wyoming tape, and you look at this young man play, he plays a lot like Brian Erlacher. So linebacker position, listen, this is a passing league. You got to be able to drop and you got to be able to chase. And here's the thing I like more than anything about Chad. When he get there, oh, he gets there with bad intentions. He is as ornery as a Rottweiler with pep up his nose. You love the way he plays. He plays. He plays with high energy, but he's also an elite athlete. Um, and listen, his combine numbers just confirm what the tape said. I like him in that Lovey Smith office. This is this is scheme fit one on one. He's going to be a great middle linebacker in Lovey Smith's cover two defense as he tries to rebuild this roster. Man, okay, look, love it, love the pick. And I'm going to tell you why I love most of these picks. Because as a Saints fan, there's a lot of people who are falling, falling, falling. And I can't wait. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what Ryan got cooking for us, man. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate you. You're welcome. All right, y'all. Look, we're about to bring up VC, Playmaker VC. You ready? What's going on, baby? It's the pick in, sir. I was born ready. Let's go. All right. Alrighty, folks, with the 14th pick in the MTMV live draft, the Baltimore Ravens select. <sighs> this one's tough for me, but we're going to go with Garrett Wilson, baby. Let's go. Wide receiver. Wow. Okay. Look, I, look, I, I know that the Ravens need an offensive tackle, but I'm, I, I just cannot help getting Lamar Jackson a little bit more help. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, I started looking at Marquise Brown. And, you know, going into his fourth year, he's definitely blossomed. He's elevated his game, uh, you know, went for over a thousand yards, six scores last year. But we started to see a little trend this offseason. OK, a lot of wide receivers are becoming a little more diva-esque. OK, asking for that payday. So what I want to do is I want to prepare myself for that occasion. And I actually don't want to rely on Marquise Brown. OK, uh, a little bit of a one trick pony, although he's developed his game a little bit. I just think right now, if we go ahead and we slot in Wilson, you got Rashad Bateman, you've got Wilson right here as your one and two for the future. You can't really argue with that. It's got great speed. He runs nice routes. I don't like, you know, I, I think that he could get a little bit more polished with catching the ball away from his body. Um, I think that that's naturally going to grow, but he's got all the tools to go ahead and blow up in the NFL. So Lamar, you got to keep Lamar happy as well. Okay. If he's going to indeed be their future, you got to keep that man happy because he's going to cook for you. 
So I can wait on that offensive tackle a little bit later, okay? But I can't wait on Garrett Wilson. Man, I am seeing um look, that's not too surprising. Um and and there's another guy there who I'm going to ask you about later, right? We'll talk about it. We got we got to talk about it. There's another guy there, but I appreciate you. All right, cool. Here we go. So, with the 14th pick in the draft, the um Baltimore Ravens select Garrett Wilson. All right, man, it's time for us to bring up the one and only Will T. Will T. I'm doing well, brother. Hold on. Is the pick in? The pick's in, man. All right. With the 15th pick in the NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jamison Williams, 6'1", out of Alabama. Wow. Talk to us about it. So he's an amazing prospect. I mean, the Eagles definitely would have uh, would have went for Wilson if Wilson was still there. But this is an opportunity for them to build around Jalen Hurts, uh, have a, a a big time home run hitting uh, wide receiver uh, to put across from uh, Devontae Smith, and then you also have players uh, Watkins. So I think this is probably the perfect pick, and it also allows for uh, Williams to to continue to grow. Um, everything that I'm hearing about. Um, his return from his ACL injuries that he's definitely coming back stronger and he's ahead of schedule. So uh, for me, he's a steal at 15. Wow. Okay. Look, I tell you what, um, this is, this will be the first time, right? This will be the first time in his draft so far where I go, God dog it. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, anybody who's, who's a Saints fan had probably had some dreams or some thoughts, right, about going in and pulling Jamison Williams and right before, right, the team that you traded with um, still keeps themselves in position, you know, to screw you. So, cool, man. <laughs> Sounds good, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll bring you back later. All right, cool. So, Hey, with the next pick, y'all. All right, finally, finally, the Saints are on the board. I couldn't find you for a second. I was about to take the pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> All right, is the pick in? Yes, it is. All right. With the 16th pick in the MTMV, Live NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select offensive tackle Charles Cross, Mississippi State. Talk to us about it. Man, like you said, there were some players falling for the Saints, and Cross was one of them. I kept eyeballing him. I was like, no way he falls. No way. Like, I thought he'd be gone top 10, and the Saints, they need a left tackle. They lost Armstead, and Cross, he slips right into that role. I think he's one of the better pass blockers, if not the best pass blocker in this draft. Secures the left side, protects the blind side. Great quick step, great pass, tech, pass blocking technique. He can work on his run game a little bit, but he's everything you want to me in a left tackle. Wow. And listen, um, as I saw the board kind of falling the way it was, I knew for a fact this pick was Charles Cross. Actually, I already had it kind of ready and teed up. <laughs> I knew what the deal was. And so you, you've you been at least paying attention to um, the Who That Nation. So I see where you are with that one, sir. All right, cool, man. All right, we'll get you back here in a second. Thank you. All right, y'all. Look, we're about to bring up my man, the myth, the legend, the voice. 
All right, check it out. So here we go, y'all. I wanna, I'm want i going to go back through and kind of tell you what we've seen so far so you can get an understanding of where we are right now. So Kayvon Thibodeau at one, Malik Willis at two, Kyle Hamilton at three, Ahmad Gardner, sauce, 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 at four, Evan Neal, um, Ikuyakwanu, right? You can see the names here. We'll skip down a little bit. One of the surprise picks so far, Christian Watson at number 10, Desmond Ritter at 11, Jordan Davis, the mountain man. At, at 12, right? Um, Chad, Chad was a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a surprise too. Um, but the, ex- the explanation was pretty well. Do y'all see the needs right next to the Texans? Every position. That's hilarious to me. All right. Garrett Wilson um at, at 14 and then Jamison Williams at 15, Charles Cross at 16. And now the charges are on the clock. Voices on you, sir. Is the picking? The pick is in. All right. And give me one second. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers select offensive lineman Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Every great team begins at the line and they have someone that they're trying to protect uh, in uh, who they believe to be their quarterback of the future. Um, So and that's a need of theirs is someone uh, at the line. Um, excuse me. Yeah, he can play tackle. He can play guard. Um, you know, he, he can do a number of different things. And uh, again, you build your championship at the offensive line. And that's where we're going. Man, we would have gone across, but uh, he, he slipped. Yeah, I tell you what, um, that was the whole point of that trade we made with uh <laughs> with Philly, right? Um, is to get in front of uh you guys and take the tackle that we wanted. Um at least that's what most people believe. All right, thank you, voice. We appreciate you, man. We know, man, you're you're kind of playing a little bit hampered today, and we appreciate you being here with us, man. Take care. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Look, we're we're getting down to the end of um eleven through twenty. We're gonna bring back the man. Derek representing his Eagle squad, bro. Is the pick in, sir? Yes, sir. All right. All right. So with the 18th pick in the NTMV uh, draft, uh, the Eagles are actually going to select uh, Trent McDuffie. Wow. McDuffie. Talk to us about it. <laughs> well, you know what it is. We need um, we need another guy on the opposite side of Darius Slay. Um, I think the defense actually played a little bit better toward the end of, end of the season, but we're going to need someone there <laughs> that that we can rely on. I think McDuff can be one of those guys that that they uh, that blooms in Gannon's uh, 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 you know defense. So I think. I think it really pretty much speaks for itself. We're going, we need we need another corner and uh, one with size. So, wow. Okay, so we're gonna get back to this. We're gonna talk about this in just a second. Yes, sir. All right, cool. Yes, we'll sir. talk about it soon. But thank you. I appreciate you, Derek. Most definitely. All right. The Saints are back on the board, man. Who that? Who that? Who that? Is the pick in? Yes, it is. Awesome. <laughs> With the 19th pick in the MTMV Live NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select wide receiver Chris Olave from Ohio State. 
Man, just me and the Saints, they need another receiver to uh, pair with Thomas. I mean, and you still really don't know what Thomas is going to bring this year. And Alave, he he fits their system because I think he's the complete package there. Um, he's got the speed to uh, pose as a deep threat. He's a great route runner, creates separation, and um, has a full route tree. And he's just, he's a beast, man. He makes all the catches you need. Uh, deep threat, red zone threat. He does it all. Um, I think he's going to be a very big piece of the Saints offense. Uh, I thought about quarterback for a little bit, but I think Jameis still has a year, man. I think I'm still a little bit of a believer in him. And if you give him some weapons, I think he can produce in New Orleans. With the 20th pick in the NFL mock draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select uh, quarterback from Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. So there, there was a lot of a, a lot of love shown for uh, Malik Willis. Of course, he was taken uh, a lot earlier uh, than expected. Uh, the Steelers uh, thought about trading up in the draft. Uh, didn't really think that it was feasible to trade up in the draft to, to keep everything um, set for uh, the rounds to come. Kenny Pickett is a great pickup, especially when you're um, transitioning from Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he's a quarterback with an arm. Uh, he knows how to uh, get around mobily within the pocket. Uh, he's really poised. He was actually a really big prospect uh, in 2020 and actually stayed, uh, decided to stay the extra year, which actually helped. Um, his interception ratio went from 13 to 9. Thir- interception touchdown ratio went from 13 to 9 to 42 and 7. Um, so I think he's going to be really good. He has a opportunity to play behind uh, Mitchell Trubisky for a year uh, to allow him to kind of learn the offense and get an idea of, of how to fit so he doesn't have to be rushed in. So um, I think he could be a star. And some, surprisingly, and I think maybe it's because of the Pittsburgh connection, some people compared him to Dan Marino. Dan who? Dan Marino. Man. I'm mean, shocked too, but when you look at when you he has he has big hands and when you look at his footage from Pittsburgh, he he compares a lot to Marino in college. Wow, okay. Okay. Look, um, I know the people can't wait to get back in here. I know everybody look, look, I'm looking down here in the in the studio. Everybody, no, yo, yo, I said, everybody looking alive. Everybody looking alive. It's time to talk anyway, okay? We're gonna talk about no. this. Damn Marino, the blasphemy. All right, oh uh, yo. We're about to go through. Let me go through the picks again and tell everybody kind of what's going on here, what's happened so far. Um, in the last few picks, we saw at 11, Desmond Ritter going to the Washington um, Commanders, right? Um, then J- uh, Jordan Davis going to the Vikings. Um, Chad Moon- Muma going to the Houston Texans. Garrett Wilson um, at 14 going to the Baltimore Ravens. Jamison Williams to the Philadelphia Eagles. Charles Cross going to the Saints. Hingen Green going to the Chargers. Trent McDuffie headed to Philly. Chris Olave headed to um, the New Orleans Saints. And then Kenny Pickett. Who's still on the board, though? Guys like Drake London. And I just had a conversation with somebody, a passionate conversation with somebody just recently who told me that, man, you know, he's the number one wide receiver in the draft. Well, we're going to find out about that really soon. Right now, it looks like he is not. You saw the Ohio State guys go before him. So let's talk about this, guys. What's going on? Uh, what are what are some of the most shocking picks that you saw um, in this round? I'm gonna bring back everybody really quick. Let's talk to everybody and let's see what's going on here. 
Go for it. Not the most shocking, but the the greatest pair of picks. Ryan, well done for the Saints. Well freaking done. Because I'm going to tell you this. Charles Charles Cross was on my radar in the top 10, okay? Like, I started debating. I'm like, who's truly the number one tackle? Everybody can go ahead and say, what? What are you talking about? I'm just going to be honest with you. Charles Cross is rising. You know, and, and honestly, for me, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm scrapping it all. You know, I'm saying, hey, look, we're going to go ahead and we're going to basically uh, address both left and right tackle. But either way, Charles Cross to the Saints is incredible. And then to come back with Chris Olave, who I'm sitting here saying, he's really at the top of the pier for me. I mean, if you actually watched him play, uh, equally as impressive in my mind. So, you know, great, great job of drafting. Yeah, I mean, I could honestly, I could see Charles Cross going as high as six. I've been seeing him to the Panthers a lot, and that's where I've got him slotted right now because I think both those other tackles, Icky and Neil, are going to go before six. So I think those three guys are all three going to be top ten tackles at the end of the day. Yeah, well done. Before I throw a whole lot of shade on Will T for that blasphemous com- remarks about Dan Marino. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't the wide wide receivers are interesting in this draft. It's like a, it's like a buffet. Like I, I don't think there's one superior wide out. I think it's what you want and what you run. So you got a Drake London, who he's a freak, right? But if you're Kansas City, I saw somebody with a Kansas City logo. If you're Kansas City, you probably prefer the more sleek sort of slot guys like an Olave. I in my opinion, um I forgot who draft who took um who took who took the uh Garrett Wilson to Philly. So Baltimore. It, to Baltimore. No, oh good. So let's talk let's talk Wilson to Baltimore. That was a good pick. Because Baltimore don't have anything but a whole bunch of twos and threes. They don't have a number one. I don't care what nobody say. I like Marquise Brown. He and his cousin. He ain't A.B. He's not a number one. He may think he is, but that doesn't mean it's true. And I don't want to go on a whole rant on how the Ravens need to fire Greg Roman to get a real offensive coordinator. But I cover Kenny Pickett. I love Kenny Pickett. He's a great story. If the Steelers were to take him at 20, they'd be looking for a starting quarterback in five years. They're going to be looking for one in five years anyway because they signed Mitch Trubisky. Here's the thing about Kenny Pickett. They play North Carolina. And I saw Kenny, Kenny Pickett rolled out to the pressure. Wasn't bad. About 20, I think he was. they were on 30, so they were in plus territory. He tries to get it on the run, off platform, to the end zone, and it didn't get there. Like, Kenny has no elite traits. He's not an elite athlete. He doesn't have an elite arm. He doesn't have elite mobility. He doesn't have Dan Marino's arm. Will T, I don't know how old you are. I grew up on Dan Marino. He ain't got Dan Marino's arm, my brother. I'm, so I'm, I'm 38 years old. I grew up on Dan Marino, too. Everything that you're saying for Kenny Pickett is half truth when you consider the fact that he broke Dan Marino's records at Pittsburgh. When, when, well, he went, when you, hold on, wait a minute. Okay. When he went to the combine, he had incredible arm strength. He's able, he's not going to be Michael Vick getting out of the pocket, but he is going to be elusive enough to extend the play. Everything that they said, everything that you're saying about Kenny Piggy is the same thing that they said about Roethlisberger coming out of the draft. That he wasn't, that he, he that he couldn't be 
um, that he wasn't accurate, that he, he couldn't uh, do anything out of the play, that he wasn't mobile enough. And they proved him wrong. He's going to come into an offense where he gets a chance to not only grow, but he gets a chance to, to literally sit for a year and watch and watch them develop that offense. And he has a great running back that he's going to be able to have in the in the rebuilding offensive line. So it's I think the issue that we have in this draft is there's no top tier quarterbacks in here. The fact that uh, Malik Willis got taken second is just crazy to me. There's no top tier quarterback in this draft. All the, all the quarterbacks in this draft probably should be late first rounders, if that. I agree. Well, I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta tell you the one thing that just scares me about Kenny is, you know, when he steps up in the pocket, it looks like he's seeing ghosts sometimes. It kind of reminds me of Mitchell Trubisky. You know, those early kids, <laughs> a little skittish, and I and I worry about that, man. I, I hear what you're saying, and you know, I, I don't want to completely write off, you know, what you said because obviously the statistics can speak, you know, you know, can te- can tell you a lot of things. But what I can say is, when you start looking at some of those intangibles, I get a little bit worried about Kenny. But I do think. He could be solid. He could be solid for a team. The only other thing that I could also worry about with Kenny, going into this year, going to be 24, already starting out a little old. Like, that makes him a little bit less desirable for me. However, I will say, you know, if you're talking about pick 20 at this point in the draft, and you've got a need such as the Steelers to bring somebody in that you can mold, allow time to develop, it's not a terrible pick. In fact, I would have thought the Saints might have given him some consideration at 19. But that's just me. So I, I I agree, and so so now they they did not question Roethlisberger's cannon of an arm. They questioned the athleticism, but when you that big, I mean, you ain't got to be a great athlete to shoot. Listen, when you hit, when you rush when you rush Roethlisberger, that number better been a sixty, seventy, or ninety. Don't bring no thirties to Roethlisberger. But here's the thing about Kenny, and here's the thing about Kenny. And this is why this is why he's so polarizing right now in the draft is because you put on the film and then you look at the combine and they're not matching. And then also, once again, I've, I've watched a lot of pit football. In context, you look at you look at Kenny's season, but look in context of how bad those defenses were this year in the ACC Coastal and the rise of, of Tessier Mack and Jordan Addison on their team as well. And I, and I don't I don't know if we got a Joe Burrow. I don't know if we got a Joe Burrow with Kenny. I think Kenny in the right situation is a Kirk Cousins case Keenum. And look, Kurt ain't that good, but Kirk can made some paper. I agree. Look, Kirk can make some paper. <laughs> I agree with that. I can't, I can't say Kirk Cousins, but I agree. And and with Robinsburg, they did it wasn't his it wasn't the cannon on his arm, it was his accuracy. And just like the combine, he came into the combine and he completely disproved him wrong. So I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett is gonna is gonna be like Joe Burrow, but I do believe that he's gonna be a great manager, especially for a team that already has a top tier defense in place. All he has to do is come in and learn to be a game manager, and he'll grow into the role. And hey, I, I agree. I agree. Look, 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 hey, listen, y'all. If we're talking I, about the and we're talking about the Steelers real quickly. Give me thirty seconds. If we're talking about if we're talking about. I can give you ten. Steelers, all right. If we're talking about the Steelers, the talent on that team, it's going to be something nice for Kenny to work with if they show up that line. All right, y'all. Look, we're going to take a small break, man, and we'll be right back after this. When we come back, we're hopping in to picks 21 through 32, y'all. We're going to wrap this thing up right after this. Yo, okay, we are back, man. 
Hey, we got Blue Back, man, about to give us pick number 21. Um, let's go over the last few picks, man. 17, King and Green. Um, 18, Trent McDuffie going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Chris Olave at 19, headed to um, the New Orleans Saints. And then Kenny Pickett with pick number 20, headed to the um, Patri- I mean, headed to the Steelers. Is the pick in, sir? Oh, the pick's definitely in. All right, here we go. With the 21st pick of the 2022 MTMV Live NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select Nakobe Dean, linebacker out of Georgia. And, you know, to break this kid down, listen, Muma, great. Not Nakobe Dean, man. You're talking about the most athletic linebacker in the class. Played on unanimously the best defense in the country last year and he was the heart and soul of that defense can play sideline to sideline can drop back into coverage can be an amazing pass rusher man what bill belichick can do with nicobe dean is going to be phenomenal watch so the patriots are extremely happy to have dean to anchor the middle of that defense from now on <laughs> All right, here we go. In the 22nd pick in the MTMV Sports Mock Draft, the Green Bay Packers select wide receiver Wondell Robinson from the University of Kentucky. Now, let me explain myself for a moment. For those of you that didn't have an opportunity to watch him play during his one and only season at the University of Kentucky, he was explosive. Again, Kentucky primarily known to be a basketball school, but Kentucky has shined bright. The program has shined bright the last several years in terms of football. I would say Wondell Robinson is a unrefined, uh, I would describe him as an unrefined, a flawed Tyreek Hill. Just grimier. He's a grimier Tyreek Hill. And the way they used him this year was phenomenal. And again, Devontae Adams is gone. So if Green Bay is looking for a wide receiver at a very cheap price on a rookie contract, somebody that's very talented, again, Wondell Robinson is your guy. Again, he had two seasons at Nebraska. They didn't use him to his full capacity. He blows it out of the water in Kentucky. And if you watch the Citrus Bowl with Kentucky up against Iowa, man, Wondell put on a performance like no other. So that's my pick. Number 22, the Packers selecting Wondell Robinson out of Kentucky. Um, look, we got Dante. <laughs> he, he he talking uh, from the YouTube, man. Uh, Wondell is good. Um, but you have Drake London on the board. You need true number one. Hey, we'll talk about this, um, you know, when it's time, man. We're going we're gonna to get into this for sure. But the Arizona Cardinals are actually on the clock right now. So we're bringing up the one and only Lady V to talk to us about this pick. Man, is the pick in? The pick is in. Awesome. Berhard Raman, is that how you say his name, from Central Michigan. Okay, cool. All right. The Cardinals are going to go with, um, as against popular opinion, they're going to go with offensive, um, offensive line because Kyle Murray was sacked 31 times this year alone. And they need to pay, um, buy into Murray. They need to um, buy protection for Murray because... He is a stellar, um, stellar quarterback. He is the face of their team, and they gotta protect their quarterback. So that's the only way they're gonna be able to win games. And the way um, how they are playing, their defense is stacked. Yes, they have older members on their defense, but their defense has shown that they can still produce. So they need to protect their quarterback, protect their investment, and also give them a contract. So we're gonna go with offensive tackle. <laughs> 
answered. Okay. So with the 24th pick of the 2022 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys are going to select offensive tackle Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. Wow. Talk to me about the pick. Man, the Cowboys have built the team on offensive line. The age has really, really started to affect the Cowboys last year. They were just devastated with injuries. When you look at Penning, he should have went probably top 15, man. This is one of, I think, the best offensive linemen in the class. Overlooked dude at the FCS level is just a mauler in the run game. Developing on his pass game, but when you look at what the Cowboys are going to try to do with Zeke, man, they need a mauler out there, a guy who can stay healthy. And Trevor Penning has started every single game at Northern Iowa. I think he's going to offer an immediate upgrade at one of those offensive tackle spots for the Cowboys. Luke, here we go, sir. Is the pick in? Of course, pick is in. It's a very quick one. It's an easy pick here for the Bills. All right. All right, the pick here, number 25 overall in the MTMB drafts. The Buffalo Bills, we've got Devontae Wyatt, big number 95, the lineman out of the University of Georgia. Okay, talk to me about the pick. Yeah, picture this here on the D-line for the Bills. you got Von Miller, Ed Oliver, Greg Russo, Devontae Wyatt, A.J. Ifanes is in the rotation as well. For the Bills right here, you've got a few different spots you can look at. You can look at receivers, D-line. You can look into your defensive backfield for your secondary. But great value here. Best player available. You take a look at Wyatt. And some reasoning for Wyatt, DFF has him as the number one graded draft eligible power five pass rusher in this group. He's disruptive, provides value, put in a lot of work in the weight room over the past year, ran a 4-7 in that 40-yard dash. There's a lot to like about Devontae Wyatt, and the Bills are going to like him enough to make the pick and take him here at 25 for the value. Wow. Okay, man. We appreciate you. We'll bring you back soon. With the 26th pick in the MTMV, live NFL draft the Tennessee Titans select linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah okay talk to me about the pick for me the Titans they need a linebacker in the middle of that defense they've got some promise on the D line with Simmons they got something in the secondary they need a guy at linebacker and Devin Lloyd to me is the top line off ball linebacker in this class the man First out of the cannon, out of his stance, reads the run well, attacks in the backfield, and he's great in sec- He's great in the secondary. He can play man coverage against tight ends or running backs, and I mean, he just run all over the field, man. I I like him a lot. He I was very disappointed that he wasn't able to perform at the Senior Bowl this year, as so he was on the roster. But I think he's going to be the next kind of star linebacker in the NFL. All right, look, man, uh, we're I'll just go back through the last few picks. I picked number 21, Nicobe Dean. I'm going to the Patriots. Um, a little bit of you know something we didn't expect, right? Uh, Robinson going um, to the Green Bay Packers, got Raymond going to the um, Cardinals, Penning going to the Cowboys, Wyatt headed to the Bills, Devin Lloyd. I picked number 26 headed to Tennessee, and we're gonna bring back up the playmaker here to make the pick for. Tampa Bay and their Buccaneers. All right, sir, is the pick in? 
the pick's not in quite yet, but I know what Tom thinks about it. And, you know, he's he's been looking at uh, getting himself some more help <laughs> on the receiver on the receiver tip. And, and I see somebody staring at me right now. <laughs> I can offer that help, you know, even though he's done quite a bit of recruiting. So with all that being said, I've kind of talked myself into the pick being in. But just give me about a couple of seconds and I'll look this one up, okay? All right, cool, 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 cool. We'll give you a few seconds, man. Um, look, we we saw a few different, a few things here, right? We didn't expect to see Robinson there. Uh, we didn't expect to see Robinson go. Uh, Pinning kind of fell a little bit more than we thought he would, right? Lloyd was there, and I understand where you're at with this one, bro. Um, you let me know. Let, let's do this. I, I know for sure that it ain't Wandell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. With this luxurious pick in the NFL in the MTMV live draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select wide receiver Drake London. Yo, talk to me about the pick. I mean, look, uh, we love offense, and we and we've understood the fact that you know Tom has been recruiting Julio Jones. We don't know what that was about imagine picturing Julio Jones Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on that offense well guess what I just got the next best thing right over here Drake London huge receiver I mean talk about pairing up on the outside Drake London and Mike Evans and having Chris Godwin work in the slot I think Tom is going to be very very happy with this selection and I mean Tom at what the age of 44 Went for his uh, season high in, in, in receiving, uh, in, in passing yards. Uh, I mean, he might be even looking better this year, okay? I know AB is out of town, but, you know, th- this was a nice pick. Now, this is a lot of investment. I know that they bought in Russell Gage and relegating Russell Gage to high receiver four at this point in time uh, is my kind of idea of fun, okay? So, Tom is there. Tom's got another new toy to play with. And, and right now, Tampa Bay is looking mighty, mighty fierce. So again, in the 28th pick in the MTMV Live mock draft, the Green Bay Packers select offensive lineman Tyler Lindenbaum from the University of Iowa. Now, here's the deal on this one. Last year, Bakhtiari was out for a huge portion of the year. And so Green Bay, a lot of moving parts, swapping up a lot of offensive linemen. They switched Elton Jenkins from guard and got him out of his natural position. And then there was all sorts of moving parts in the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers is still effective, but you know, he's getting a little bit older and I hate to use that word. So they're going to go year to year with him. And I think if you bring in Linderbaum, his pedigree at the University of Iowa, Remington Award winner, we saw what he did during his whole four years at Iowa. Solid, I mean, well, the three years he was at Iowa, excuse me. So I think it's a solid pick. Green Bay, they need an offensive lineman. Bakhtiari still one of the best in the league, but we don't know what his health is going to be like coming into the 2022 season. So that's my pick. The Packers selecting uh, Tyler Lindenbaum. Okay. Uh, so with the 29th pick of the uh, MTMV live, uh, my draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select wide receiver George Pickens out of the University of Georgia. I like the Pickens selection. Talk to me, bro. Why? Yeah. Um, well, he's a he's a he's a big physical receiver. 
Um, he's a playmaker. He's got some speed. He runs a four four seven. Um, I, I just like that he jumped off the screen to me when I watched. You know, because I watched a, a good amount of all the top receivers that are you know in the draft and. And he jumped off the screen for me. Jameson Williams was, was already gone. George Pickens was high on my list. He was the next one for me. And he was still there. So we had to take him knowing that we need a wide receiver. Juju is only a, a one-year deal. We don't know if he's going to be back. You know what I'm saying? And we've got uh, Cole Hartman is on his last year. I believe they'll resign him, but we don't know. So we need to draft a wide receiver that we control for four to five years. That's going to be a prominent member of that Chiefs offense, and he's going to make that offense even more dangerous. All right. All right. With the 30th pick of the MTNB Live Sports Mock Draft, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs select edge rusher Boye Mafe out of the University of Minnesota. I did it just for you, my guy. Talk to me about it. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, I, we need an edge rusher, right? That 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 actually fills a need. I think it's good value. He's definitely um one of the top edge rushers um in the draft. I love the way he sets the edge, right? Like he he not only can rush the passer, but he sets the edge and he's good against the run. And so he he's got a good balance of tools. He's a big guy, like six four, you know, saying two sixty one around that. So um He'll be a, a welcome addition uh, that we need because, you know, Frank Clark, we don't know how long he's going to be there. We really don't have. We need somebody on that other side. You know what I'm saying? Somebody young. Okay. So with the 31st pick in the draft, staying true to the big board, the Cincinnati Bengals select Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Oh, wow. Wow. Talk to me about this, brother. So, um, Cincinnati made some good moves um, this offseason, shoring up that O-line. And they win the Super Bowl. When when you're picking here, you do have the luxury of choosing the best player available. Uh, I'm going to show y'all my my high-tech big board. Here's my high-tech big board. There's only side one. I did about a 45-player big board. Um, and he was the best player left available in this draft. Um, Traylon Burks is a bully. I mean, he is big, physical. He's not a burner. I think what he'll contribute to Cincinnati is real simple. You just got, you know, you got, you know, these freaks, um, you know, on the outside, you can you can move Traylon Burks to the slot. He's a guy that knows how to put himself between uh, the ball and the defender. He's going to fight for 50-50 balls. He'd be a great guy on third and seven. He'll get you 10. He'll get you the tough yards in the middle of the field as well. He could be that good, consistent safety blanket for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Make the music happen. <laughs> All right, guys. And with the 32nd pick, Detroit Lions selects Marquise Bell, FAMU. Please bring us back so that we can remind Connie Westside that this is not draft day, okay? Say that one more time. Say that one more time, playmaker. I said, look, this isn't going to be draft day. This is not a Kevin Costner movie, okay? We're not basically going ahead and fantasizing about 
how Marquise Bell is going to be in the first round. Okay, we're not going to do that. Secondly, do you know where? Well, do you know who Marquise wait, 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 is? Hold on, my brother. No, hold no, on. I want to know. Do you know who Marquise is? Hold, hold, hold on one second, my brother, because I'm about no, to no, good. Like you, because you, because you got all smoke for me, brother. <laughs> do, 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 do you want to speak and do you want to continue to educate or do you want to get educated? Yes, so mm. Marquise Bell is a, is a talent. Not only that he is a cover safety, he's one of the safety that will come downhill and light your butt up. You can play him in three in three levels. You can play him mid. You can play him off the edge. You can also play him in in, 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 in tight, tight and wide open coverage. He plays the backside very well. Not only that, not only that, you have a guy that can come that you can just plug in and say, "Hey, play football," and he will do it. He he has the he has the same intelligibles that Derwin James had coming out of the, coming out of his draft. So not only that, he's not he he has well he ran with a four four in in the uh, mm-hmm. in, in the combine. Not only, I mean, this guy is somebody that you want to have on your team. He is a first rounder. The only way, only thing that's not making him a first rounder is the school that he went to. Yes, you are absolutely. You know, I'm so glad that you educated me on that, and now you've convinced me that he's going to be a first rounder in the USFL. All right. Next, anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and let's talk about this. No, I'm just kidding. No, no disrespect to Marquise Bell. Great, great talent. Just not a first rounder for me. You know, you did your best, Westside. I appreciate it. But let's talk about the most important thing here. And where's Ed? Because Ed's got to be... Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. To talk about Wondell Robinson being a gritty version of Tyreek Hill. First round pick. First round pick. (laughs) Lord have mercy. I don't understand what's been going on, okay? All right, cool, y'all. Let's just say our goodbyes, man. Um, look, we got Nora and Tish here. Nora, thank you so much for being here. Nora, you want to say goodbye to the people? Yes, thank you guys for tuning in to our, our mock draft. And you guys stay safe out there and enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much, Nora. VC the Playmaker, bro, you want to say something about You want to say goodbye to the people? Oh my goodness, it's always a pleasure. Uh, MTMV family, uh, this is always a fun one. I look forward to these every single year. Uh, keep God first in your life. Just make sure that uh, keep that smile on your face, pay it, every, uh, pay it forward, everybody. And we'll see you next time. We appreciate you, man. Kind of West Side, the best side. You want to say goodbye? Hey, man. I uh, just want to say, man, I love everybody that comes on here, man. Thank y'all so much for uh, participating in this. You know, as a as an MTMV uh, person, I am I am just blessed to see like the reach that we have. So, man, thank y'all again. We appreciate you, man. Luke, talk to us, bro. Thank you for being here. Want to say goodbye? Yeah, thank you for having me. And for anyone interested in coverage at Luke Winslow, here we've got exclusive content stuff coming up here with the draft. But appreciate you having me. Great talking with you all today. We appreciate you too, man. Um, Blue Bloods, Blue in the building. Talk to him, Blue. What's good? Hey, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Looking forward to doing more work with y'all, man. It, it's, this was a blast. We appreciate you too. OTS is in the building. Derek, talk to the people, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for bringing me back on to this. You know, it's always fun to hang out with you guys and 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 chop it up. So, thank you for uh, inviting me again. I think it's like the second or third year. So, thank you. Yeah, man. Three years we rolling, man. Yes, Principal sir. Dante, talk to him, man. Uh, you know, this is my first one. I'm I'm new to the MTNV family, um, and this was this is fantastic. Um, read my articles on the website. I need some clicks, um, and then you can find a lot of my college football stuff on SaturdayBliss.com as well. So thank y'all. God bless. 
Absolutely. Will Smith, talk to the people, man. The champ. Well, I'm sorry. The former <laughs> yeah. champ hey, in the hey, building. Hey, talk hey, to hey. you. <laughs> hey, every, hey, thank you for having me. Uh, proud to be a member of the, the MTMV family. Thank you, everybody that came on and, and participated, man. And, um, just thank everybody for watching this, watching now. And just a message to everybody that think the Chiefs are going to fall off. Y'all better watch out now. Hmm? Oh, they yeah. are. <laughs> What's it, Ernie? What's it? Yeah. I predict a five and seven start. <laughs> five and seven start. That's what I predict. Don't listen to that, Will. Five you better enjoy that championship, Will. You know hey, that. Mm-hmm. Listen, Will. They all gonna be eating their words when y'all get Debo Samuel. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. Hopefully, not look, for no two first round picks. I'm reading something about they they about to give up two first. I'm like two first. I'll give I'll give bro, first round listen, picks. You can Jay have two, you can first, have two first round picks yeah. and first and naming naming rights on my newborn for <laughs> <laughs> for Debo for Debo. Yeah, Debo. Yes, please. Yeah. Give me that Debo. We, we, um, yeah, we need to keep at least one of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm glad you called it. He said the name and rights to my baby. <laughs> yo, I'm telling yeah, you right now, man. I heard so, that part. I was like, yo. Ooh. Children? Hey, hey, stop it. Thank y'all for being here. We appreciate y'all, man. Is that a message? Look, MTMV Sports. <laughs> we out. Okay, that's a message. <laughs> <laughs>